You're listening to the Saturday Morning with Jack Tame podcast from Newstalk ZB. And our travel correspondent Mike Yardley is here this morning. Hey, Mike. Good morning, Jack. All is good with the world yeah. today. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you might be, um, yeah, going about your long weekend with a big smile on your face. Ah, it was, it was, yes. look, it was, I thought it was impressive. And the thing I liked was that I got the sense that they still had a bit more in the tank. So I don't mm. think we saw everything. Mm. I don't think it was. Uh, I don't think it was vintage All Blacks necessarily, but I think it, it was. It was solid. But also mm. they weren't. I love it when a team isn't getting ahead of themselves. It's like That's when Kane right. Williamson scores a hundred and then just like modestly tips his bat to the crowd. You know, there's something to be yeah. said for a team that knows the real test is coming next weekend. They've got their Definitely. eyes on the right prize. You know what I mean? Yep, that's so true. By the way, Jack, I've got to give you a huge bouquet. Um, If you've ever had any personal doubts about the size of your audience and the impact of your show, I have a message from On The Track Lodge, Nidia Bay. Oh! They have been totally deluged (laughs) with inquiries and bookings this week after last Saturday. Fantastic! Oh, that's so good to hear. I mean, the bouquet needs to go to you, Mike. You were the one there doing the track. Well, it's your show, Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, it's team, it's teamwork, but that's so good to hear, isn't it? I mean, yeah, isn't that cool? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that, that is so fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm really pleased to hear that. It does sound like a gorgeous part of the world. So I'm, um, yeah. Maybe I'll have to, I'll have to wait my turn. Um, for <laughs> yeah. all, all the bookings to, you know, after the surge of bookings, I'll have to, I'll have to get in line to, um, to organise a bit of a trip there myself. But this morning yeah. we are turning our attentions just down the road to some brews and bites in Blenheim, and I don't know, Blenheim might be a byword for grapes, right? But beverage making doesn't just stop with wine production. This is it, yes. They've actually got 30,000 rugby fields worth of vines growing across Blenheim. Between the Wither Hills and Richmond Ranges. But um, beyond the 35 cellar doors to sip and swirl your way through, what I really think needs to be explored in depth is the craft beer scene in Blenheim. Because, I mean, obviously in the grape stakes, They've got a blockbuster reputation. I reckon their craft beers are sensational. And they're just going from strength to strength. One of the popular boys on the block, Boomtown Brewing. I mean, the name itself is a winner, isn't it, really? Yeah. And come summertime, their huge lawned beer garden is the place to be for some crisp, smooth craft. I really like their Polaris Pilsner. That's a big seller. And released just before winter, if you're into your stout, Check out the Ship Cove Stout, which is um, pleasing a lot of people at the moment. Yeah. What about DNA Brewery? Yeah, this is one of the newcomers to the Craft Hit Parade, DNA Brewery, and they share their site with this really swanky restaurant and bar called Fancy Cow. They actually also ha- do have a Fancy Cow, this this big Highland cow called Fanta, who's very friendly. <laughs> uh, is worth saying hello to. But DNA is home to Dave Nichols. Now, Dave is one of New Zealand's craft scene pioneers. He's just done everything. And I particularly enjoyed DNA's Zaka Hazy Pale. It's all passion fruit. Um, it just sings summer. And he's like, he's a real stickler for classic yeah. um, style beers. So he does like an Irish red ale. So it's very malt forward, lots of sort of sweet toffee characters. And a really Really interesting tip I gleaned off Dave, and I don't know if I'm an ignoramus when it comes to beer, but he said to me, and he's so right, never ever leave your beer in direct sunshine, because we put this to the test, and within a couple of minutes, you can actually smell it emitting this 
slightly sulfuric aroma. Really? Is that, yeah, and is that, is that a rule for all beer drinking or just apparently, for... Apparently. Wow. Apparently, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, that's very interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that at all. I mean, it's mm. somewhat problematic given beers <laughs> may be at its best when you're sitting in the yes. direct sun, right? <laughs> this is it. We might need beer brollies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that makes it so, yeah, a little bit tricky. That's like saying don't eat ice cream when it's hot. Like, what? <laughs> anyway, um, Moa Brewing is um, under new ownership now. Yeah, it is. So it's 30 years old this year. So Moa's been around a while, uh, founded by Josh Scott. But last year, it was acquired by Stephen Smith, who's had a long background in the alcohol industry. But what I love about what he's done with Moa is that it's been returned to its roots as like a family-owned Kiwi independent, very community-focused in Blenheim. And they keep all of their products affordable, accessible, and sessionable. So... Mm. They've got such a great range, and he's broadening the repertoire. Hazy IPAs are all the rage in New Zealand at the moment, so Moa's hazy, very easy drinking. It's all citrus and apricot and peach. You've got to try their milk chocolate stout. So Stephen has done this in collaboration with Lewis Road Creamery. Milk chocolate stout. (laughs) Um, Their ginger beer, ginger bomb, is a blast. And another new product, which I thought was incredibly good, Apple and rhubarb cider. It is like the cider equivalent of a glass of rosé. It's got this really delicate, crisp, tart taste. It is just beautiful. Yeah, that sounds incredible. I I reckon that just ginger beer is super underrated. Like, I mean, maybe not the soft drink ginger beer because I think everyone knows how delicious that is. But the alcoholic version, I think, is underrated. Yeah, I reckon there's space for more ginger beer in our lives. I think it's quite medicinal, Jack. Yeah, 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 something like that. (laughs) It's maybe not what drew me to it, but uh, yeah. (laughs) There are a lot of tasting experiences at Vines Village. Yes, um, it's like this really cool hub of discovery. So you can have a cracking gin tasting at uh, the village, sampling the delights of elemental distillers. They're the guys behind uh, Roots Gin, which has scooped so many awards in recent years. They're actually putting um, the finishing touches on the uh, gin garden, which will have live music and food oh. trucks. So that will open in the next few weeks. And also worth a nosy, I don't think I've ever come across a whiskey and cheese venue where you like get a flight of craft whiskies and they're paired with matching cheeses. But that's what you've now got at Vines Village at a place called Cheese and Chairs. So they've got this oh, yeah. whopping range of New Zealand craft whiskies, lots of international brands, really good cheeses. Um, yeah, you can while away quite some time there, Jack. Yeah, yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> so did you just check out the uh, Dodson Street Beer Garden? Yes, I adore this place. I think this is really underrated in Blenheim, but it's housed in the oldest commercial building in Marlborough, um, way back to like the 1860s, and it's got this fantastic outdoor scene as well. But the thing about Dodson Street, the number of uh, beers and ciders they have on tap, 24 taps at the bar. I mean, that's a lot of keg changing. <laughs> so it's like this old-time beer hall with authentic German cuisine. I mean, I felt sort of transported to Munich. Yeah. Um, and then I felt transported to Italy because they also have really <laughs> good pizza. Yeah, oh, gosh, your tough life you live. <laughs> Any other little tasty bites to add to the bingo card? Just a couple of quick tips. For lunch on the run, you've got to check out Sammy's uh, on Scott Street. So this is like a Melbourne-style sandwich shop. Really good gourmet Sammy's. I had a Coronation Chicken gourmet sandwich. It was supremely good. And Sammy's takes its name from the boss, Sam Webb, who, across the road, also operates 
Frank's Oyster Bar and Eatery, which is a local favourite in Blenheim, but it goes way beyond oysters. So it's all about plating up modern, shareable dishes, very much crafted from Marlborough's best local ingredients. Yeah. Get amongst it. Oh, fantastic. That sounds so good. So, so who's your preference for next week, South Africa or England? I would love South Africa to be there because I think they deserve to be there, and they are the defending world champions. Yeah. They are worth knocking off, aren't they? Yeah, that's the thing. And, and especially given our last game against South Africa right before the World Cup, right? Yeah. I mean it would yeah. be it would be like what a fairy tale that would be. What if totally. we are just to just to just to allow ourselves just for a moment to imagine what a fairy tale mm. it would be, both for Ian Foster, but for the team at large to turn around that performance at Twickenham yeah. a few weeks ago or a couple of months ago yeah. now. Um and, and win the rugby world cup against the defending world champions. That would be incredible. So yeah, maybe yeah. that's a good a good call. Hey, thank you. Good to chat as always, Mike. For more from Saturday Morning with Jack Tame, listen live to News Talk ZB from 9am Saturday or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.